Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, I hope you're enjoying the cold marketing-free event that we did. We broke these all up into podcast to make it easier for you. So if you want to listen to all of us at chipmunk speed, you can go to one and a half times. That's totally fine. Just make sure you listen to all of them because each one builds on the other and they all work together. You've got some different insights, different questions that I ask from each one of these leaders. So regardless of where you're at right now in the process, make sure you listen to each one of these phenomenal episodes as there's a total of nine specific episodes on the cold marketing prospecting. As I said, we go through in one of the episodes, scripts, another one of these episodes, we go through mindset, another one is on social media, Uh, on and on and on. I give you some of my strategies in the very first episode, so make sure you listen to all of them. All right, we're gonna bring on our next guest here, a fellow introvert. (laughs) We're like, Brittany, I went, and this is wrong, Okay, we're talking about cold marketing here. So I'm just being a little bit vulnerable here. I feel a little uncomfortable sharing this on this cold market training. I went years without talking to the person next to me on the airplane. I'm the dude that looks like the Unabomber with the hoodie on, sometimes even the sunglasses just to be weird so they don't talk to me. I got the headphones on. I know just don't make eye contact with them because, you know, that could open up an extrovert actually talking to me. And then who knows what's going to happen from there. So that's me. And we've got a fellow introvert in Brittany who she's got 25,000 distributors on her team, 250,000 customers. And she is a seven-figure earner. And she's done it with social media, which is another reason why I wanted her to come on. And and her being a fellow introvert, as much success as she's had, hopefully I'm okay to share that she's like, Like first message, she didn't respond. And I'm like, is she ghosting me? And then I said, what are your thoughts? She's like, oh, this isn't really my thing. And I think it's important just to share that because, you know, I think a lot of times people see leaders like yourself and they see me and others and they're just like, oh, they are fearless. They have no fear ever on anything. And that's not, that's not the reality, right? That's exactly right. Yes, I definitely agree. I'll just talk a little bit about my backstory. I'll just take it away from here. But um, Robin, sure I'm going to hop off. It's all you solo. You can see me yeah. down on the bottom screen. I'm just going to be hanging out, taking notes, and, and they all want to hear from you and thank your story and your content. So take it away, friend. Yes. Well, thank you for being there. And um, yes, when Rob originally messaged me, I was like, yeah, I'm really an introvert, like super, super introverted. And I've been at network marketing um, events before. I've been at the parties. I've bought the things before at parties and I've heard stories of people becoming six, seven figure earner. And I've always been the girl in the back being like, that is so amazing for them. That would never be me. I'm not extroverted like them. I'm not going to go do parties. I'm not going to stand in line at the checkout and open my mouth and like talk to someone. But I am so proud that there are people that can do that. And that's amazing. So really I had, kind of been exposed to the network marketing realm and gone to parties and seen people do that and understood the power of, you know, the income that it could create. But for me being such an introvert, I knew like that's probably never going to happen. I mean, I just can't do that. That's what well, that was me in my own way. 
And when I found that network marketing could be built through social media, that is when I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to see what can happen. And I learned really quickly that I had to be able to build my audience online. I had to be able to find ways to connect online. And oddly enough, that part doesn't scare me as bad. Being here live with you guys doesn't scare me as bad as trying to talk to someone in a grocery store. And so I got involved in network marketing, just a little bit of backstory. I really, truly wanted to make a couple hundred extra dollars a month. I was an educator. I taught middle school and I really wanted to make an extra couple hundred dollars so that I could um, start paying down debt so I could take my family on vacations. I knew that vacations were really out of the picture unless I were to find a way to make some extra money. So I got involved. I started doing network marketing. I started adding value to others. I started showing up. I started building my social media and everything I built is all online. Like I haven't, I didn't enroll some rock star down the street or any of my friends or family. I literally built everything through social media and I was able to not only take my kids on vacation, we're kind of like a perma vacationers. Now we live down here at Seaside at the beach in Florida, beautiful, beautiful area. Um, retired from teaching. My husband retired from IT and we became full-time network marketers. So we love this industry. We love what we can create. And, you know, I love that people like Rob and, and everyone on here that can share how to grow through social media because everyone has their different talents and, you know, if someone told me the only way to build a business is to go into people's homes and present and those kinds of things, I would have never built. So I love that we have options and you guys have heard scripts. You've heard how to share. You've heard how to make connections. You've heard all the things. But what I'm going to talk about with you guys today is incentives. Okay. So incentives are really just the whole purpose and dynamic around them is to create urgency. And so um, being a science teacher in the past, I'm super detail oriented. I love incentives. I love kind of like what he was saying, split testing, seeing what's wor what works and what doesn't work for you and your team. Sometimes you'll put cash out there and it doesn't really incentivize your team, you know, such as like, you know, gifts and things like that, that they can't just go out and buy. So you have to play around with it and kind of do split testing with your own team and your own organization to see what works for you. But I want to talk a little bit about creating urgency and what the purpose is. The whole main thing for me and the reason why I focus on incentives is to get people off the fence, whether that's your prospect, someone you've reached out to and talked to in a cold market, or whether it's someone who's just joined your team, or whether it's someone who's been there for two years, never done anything. Incentives are a carrot that you can dangle to try to encourage the right behaviors. That's all it is. Of course, always refer to your company's policy and procedures and see what they allow and what they don't allow. So if some of these things don't resonate with you, that's okay. But one thing I would encourage you to do is always be aware of what your company's doing, what in company incentives they're using, and what programs they have. So those are things that are already built in that make your job a little easier, but you have to use them and, and hype them up and create excitement and build um, excitement around those things for you. So always plugging into your company and what you guys are doing for referrals for programs for you know incentives what's going on and what can you share with your cold market audience with your team with your prospects to really encourage the right behaviors okay another thing is reaching out so when you are doing those reach outs and you're doing that cold market prospecting one thing that I noticed when I'm reaching out and so many of you probably have too is a lot of people leave you hanging they do ghost you right or they'll say I'll look into it and then when you follow up they haven't done it yet or maybe they say it sounds interesting, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still looking into it. I'm doing more research. I'm asking my husband. 
I'm talking to my husband, those kinds of things. I will encourage you guys to whip out some sort of carrot to get them off the fence. Um, we always say, like, we don't care if you say yes or no. I just want them off the fence, right? I just want them to make a decision so that I can scratch them off my list for the time being and move on to people who I can reach to, people that will be interested. And so so definitely do dangling some carrots, and it doesn't have to be financial. What you guys need to understand, too, is that time, which you already do know, time is the most valuable asset you have. So when you're talking to that new person or that person that's on the fence and you're, they've looked at what you've got going on, they're interested, but they haven't made that decision, offer an incentive, offer a carrot to get them off the fence. And maybe it is just, look, I've got a slot for a 30-minute launch call tomorrow. I've got a couple people interested in the business right now. I would love for you to snag that spot and maybe be able to pencil you in tomorrow so that we can help you get you launched and help you start earning and sharing right away. So it could just be something as you offering them a launch Zoom or a launch Zoom with someone in your upline. You can um, leverage other people's time, too. It doesn't just have to be you. I know a lot of people on our team, they'll, um, one of their prizes and stuff that they'll do is like a 30-minute coaching call with me so that I can help them and they're leveraging my time, right? So that's something, too, is when you're reaching out, if you can offer maybe cash back incentive on their shipping or you can give them, I know, um, like if you have like a product that you want to give away for free or samples you can give away for free when they join something like that just to get them off the fence and you just have a few spots available so that you can help them make that decision. Um, another incentive um, idea that I like to do are one on one incentives. So if you enroll someone new or maybe you have someone on your team that, you know, has potential, but they're not really living up to it. Offer a one on one incentive, offer a one on one challenge to them to get them moving. So it may be something as, hey, Susie, I know you had big goals when you started. Um, I would love to help you and partner with you and lock arms with you to get you moving. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer you X, Y, Z. All you have to do is get me in a chat with five people today. So it encourages the right behavior. So Susie goes out and starts talking to people that day, and it's a one-on-one -on -one thing. So I will tell you, as we get to the team part, I'm going to talk about um, incentivizing teams as well. But sometimes people aren't super plugged in, right? Or they think, oh, that's great for them. Just like me in the back of the room, listening to people with those big checks, those six, seven figure earner checks and me being back in the room. Like, it's cool for you, but that would never happen to me. Those kinds of things. There's people in your team page that'll be the same way. There's people in your team chat that are the same way, whether your team's big or small. There's going to be people in your team that think, well, that's a great incentive for those people because they're go-getters, but I'm not. So offering a one-on-one -on -one incentive going straight to them in the messenger or calling them or messaging them straight up and challenging them is going to get people moving. So again, all incentives are about is creating urgency and creating the right behavior, getting people going. So offering those one-on-one -on -one small challenges, again, doesn't have to be anything big, but you want them to have the right behavior. So getting them in a three-way chat with you, getting them in three-way calls with you, getting them posting, getting them posting in their stories, getting them talking to people, those will create some of the right behaviors. And then I want to talk about team incentives, too. Again, you're wanting to drive the right behavior. And I know for my team, for sure, is that they love recognition. So people will take praise over a raise all day. They want to be heard. They want to be recognized. Most of them are going to have a job. And I'll tell you, in their jobs, they don't usually get recognized. They usually don't get praise. Um, that's just not typical in an employee situation. So 
recognizing people, offering them pieces of recognition, whether it's like whoever gets 500 new volume this month, we're going to shout you out. We're going to offer you like a, a rank up graphic or a shout out graphic in the team page. Those kinds of things will drive the right behavior and always recognize what you want repeated. So what you recognize gets repeated. So if you recognize someone for what they're doing, maybe they're contributing more into your team page. Maybe they are um, getting you into more three-way chats. Maybe they are doing some of those behaviors that you want repeated. Recognize them because it will not only inspire them and make them want to do more, it will show other people in your team that they can step up and do those things and get recognized for it as well. So that's something I learned from my teaching days. <laughs> you always want to encourage and recognize the right behaviors that are going on in your classroom because other people will start to model that and they're like, oh, she likes that. She's She's recognizing that even the middle school age, even the adult age, everyone loves to get recognized. So recognize what you want repeated. And then also, I know sometimes people are like, well, I can't do incentives. I'm not making, you know, a lot of money yet. Small incentives are just as big. I know um, on our team, we'll do like a little mug or like a, a T-shirt, even like little postcards, little keychains, something really, really small. They love people love gifts. So don't think that you've got to put big money for incentives out on the table or people aren't going to move. Keep things small to the point. What I like to do, and this is something that you can do too, is try to think of things that they can't just go in the store and buy themselves. So it's kind of like, this is an exclusive XYZ. So I'll say, this is an exclusive mug. If you do this, you get it. Or I'm going to enter everyone in to win this exclusive mug or this exclusive t-shirt or this exclusive whatever. Something they can't just go buy. People will hustle for that. People will hustle for your time, your uplines time, your sidelines time. So that's another big thing, too, is it doesn't have to be a prize or money or anything. If you don't have any of that, give your time. And another thing, even if you do have money, do not sit there and spend your entire check on incentives. That's my advice to you. I would talk to your accountant there, but I would not be spending my whole check on incentives. I know some people do that, too. They kind of get crazy with it. So don't do that. Let's see. Keep in mind variety. All right. So this is a really big point, too, is that sometimes people will get into the swing. If you do incentives in your team, people get into the swing. of They'll do the same incentives every month. And someone say, oh, well, Susie always wins. Susie always wins that. There's no point in me even participating. Susie always wins. OK, so make sure that you are doing a variety of types of incentives so that everyone feels like they have an equal playing field. OK. So a lot of times I'll do drawings. I don't, you know, always do like the top recruiter or the top customer enroller because a lot of times those are the same people in your teams, right? The same ones that show up consistently. So I will give everyone an equal chance and keep in mind too that you want to make that. So there's two things is keep in mind you want to keep that like a uh, entry really small so that anyone can participate, whether they're brand new or they've been there for a long time. If they come back in to play the game that they can get in with a really simple way to do that. Um, if you're giving away big prizes and you're like, well, I don't want to give away this big prize and all they had to do is get one customer, then you can put get one customer gets you and gets you invited into the big challenge and then you give them a bigger challenge after that. So that would be their entryway into the bigger challenge. You can do that as well, but you don't want anyone to say, oh, I can't be entered or I'm not going to be able to participate or I'm not going to do that because it's too big. Same thing your company does when they're thinking of comp plan, they're thinking of those kinds of things. They think about that little guy. You also need to think about that little guy when you're creating incentives. And if you're a big team leader, 
This is something I would encourage you to do throughout the month and start planning ahead. Don't just fly by the seat of your pants and come up with an incentive and, and do it last minute because it will feel very rushed and your team will know that you didn't do it. And if you're not detail oriented, I encourage you to plan even more in advance and talk to people who are so that you can get it all planned out perfectly so that it goes smoothly and it encourages the right behavior. Think through all the details, right? Even if you're not a detail person, what can happen if this, that, and the other? That's what I always try to think through. So keep in mind the variety. Everyone should feel, in my opinion, everyone should feel welcomed in your team, not just your red, super competitive personality types that are go-getters that want to crush the game. Not everyone's like that, right? So think about your personality types. You know, am I including someone who just wants to be part of a community? Will this incentivize them? Does this encourage someone who likes, you know, details and those kinds of things? Would that encourage them? Would this encourage someone who is like a blue personality that wants to be recognized, that wants to have fun? Would this encourage them? So it doesn't have to be just a lot of times they're just people are just focused on the red personality. People that are wanting to be the win, they want to be the top. Make sure you think about other personality types so everyone feels like they fit in your organization and they all want to participate. They all want to contribute. So I know like we just closed out the month. It was one of our biggest months ever. It was huge. But one of the things that we did was, hey, let's rally together around this person who's trying to achieve a new rank. And you would be surprised. You would think like your red people are the ones that are getting it. No, it's a lot of times it's that yellow personality types, the ones that are loving and supportive and they want to see them win more than they want themselves to win and they contribute the most. So again, keep in mind all the different personality types. Again, leverage time from your upline, your sidelines, your company presidents and all of them. And then lastly, what I will say is if you have a really large team as you can, or if you don't, as you continue to grow a really large team, if you are doing incentives, sometimes it gets very overwhelming and it gets hard to manage, or maybe you're doing some incentives or some, Um, extra bonuses and challenges or something within like big, large customer groups, um, those big ATM groups. One thing that has changed my life is Google Docs. So it's really hard to keep track of hundreds and hundreds of entries if you start growing a big organization or you're doing a big customer group. So Google Docs are huge. You just create a Google form and people enter their information and it'll go into a spreadsheet so you can see all their information. And then I do like a random number generator where I'll just go to Google and type random number generator and then it'll help me pick someone. and I'll just pick them from the spreadsheet because they're, they're numbered cells. So that makes life a lot easier. We also do like spin the wheel. A lot of our people do spin the wheel where you literally buy one of those wheels from Amazon and write uh, prizes and have people spin the wheel. So they have an equal entry and, and that's fun. People love that, like the gamifying aspect. Um, you could do a spin the wheel. There's apps that you can use as well. But those are as you start building and you can't keep track of it on your own. People love like their name on a little piece of paper and you draw out names. People love that. I know I love that. So if you have a small team, you know, feel free to use that. You don't have to create Google Docs or anything like that. Um, but again, really just think about what's going to drive the right behavior. And I always like reflect if you're a team leader, I reflect at the end of the month. What were we strong at? Look at your numbers. What were we strong at? What could we have done better at? And then I try to create an incentive around that behavior to grow that. So if your team isn't performing and they're not recruiting, maybe you create an incentive that grows that number. Maybe it's you don't have people participating in the team page a lot. So you want to grow that. 
You can create incentives around who's participating the most in the team page. It doesn't have to be recruiting or customer enrolling. It can be anything. So Rob told me I could talk about incentives and I was like, well, cold market, but it all does relate. He said it all goes in together. And so we would love for you to talk about incentives and how you can drive the right behaviors. And honestly, one of the biggest things that we do for sure is that we encourage the right behavior of reaching out, offering people a, you know, a chance to watch your video or to check out what you've got going on and driving that behavior. So if, if you're, you know, if you have people that are not really strong at reaching out, start offering them one-on-one -on -one challenges to reach out. Just reach out to five people today, screenshot what people say back, and let me help you coach those conversations. Get people reaching out to their cold market. That's the easiest incentive, I would say, um, for you to do because you're going to get people doing the right behaviors. So thank you, Rob, for having me on. <laughs> hey, no, I love that. And uh, the reason why I love incentives is because doing contest type incentives is, is a great way again to attract new people as people are trying to get creative. And the biggest thing from all of these trainings is all of you are going to have so many notes and then you got to focus. You got to figure out which is the first thing you're going to do. What's the second thing? Some things you're going to come back and be like, Oh my goodness, I'm implementing Brittany's training right now. Or it could be, I'm implementing Brittany's training, you know, after I do this and this and this, and I'm implementing exactly what I was just taught from Michelle or, Whatever it is, you've got so many ideas as you go and then you implement them one by one. You execute them, you focus. So Brittany, my question to you would be, what um, what would you say if someone came to you and just said, yeah, I'm too scared, like it's just too hard for me, I can't do it. Because I mean, I, I don't think so at all. I, I think because especially the way you simplified, but I'm a team member, I haven't listened to any of your trainings or anything yet my first mistake, but I'm coming to you and I'm like, hey, I'm just too scared. I've heard there's there's really good stuff about, you know, some of the incentives that you do and stuff like that. What would you say to them? So for sure, I would empathize. I think empathy is the biggest thing as a leader, for sure. And like Rob's an introvert, I'm an introvert. So I understand where they're coming from. So if you can't understand where they're coming from, empathize, don't empathize, but literally just explaining to them, listen, I understand where you came. I understand what you're going through, but understand that everyone goes through that too. No one joins network marketing and just not that I know of and just crushes it and has no fears and it's just easy. That's, that's not the reality. We all go through those doubts and things like that. So I would empathize with them and let them know. I understand where you're coming from, but let's like arms. Let's change your mindset around this and I can help you in like arms. So I think a lot of times if they feel your support, they know you're there for them. And sometimes it's just as something as simple of like, like Michelle gave scripts. Is there like, I don't know what to say. Literally, I would be like, okay, I'm going to incentivize you to do this, right? So this is, I'm, I'm always thinking of like incentives. What can I do to make them do it? You can't force anyone. They would say you can take them to the water, but you can't make them drink. I'm thinking of ways that, to incentivize that they do it and they want to do it, right? Not I want you to do it, but I want you to want to do it. That's kind of where I'm thinking. And so I would literally say, OK, I support you. We can do this together. Let me give you a script of something that you can say in Messenger and go send it to five people. And once you do, then I'm going to, you know, enter you in to win a free X, Y, Z. Like I just literally would encourage them to get out of their box. And if they have a reason to do it, they know that you believe in them. You give them literally what to do and you give them a carrot. Then why not? Right. 
what's the worst that can happen? And tell them the worst that can happen is someone's going to say no. Literally, that's the worst. The worst thing that's going to happen is someone says, that's not for me. I'm not interested. Block you or whatever. There's there's no one's going to show up at your house, knock on your door, take your kids. It's not that bad. So I always tell them to and I always let them know the expectations that they're not all yeses. The reason why you see someone that's more successful than you is because they've had a lot more no's. So if you want to get to that next level, you want to create your dreams. You have to be willing to get more no's. And that's something I had to wrap my head around, too. So I was like, I don't want I don't want to deal with the rejection. I don't want to grow my, you know, Facebook with people. I don't want to have to do those things. But I wanted success and I wanted success more than I wanted to keep those limiting beliefs. So powerful. And, you know, as a leader, sometimes people come in and they want to manage and tell everybody what to do instead of asking good questions, showing empathy, right? And then leading and guiding them to the right direction. In the end, everybody makes their own decisions. Well, Brittany, I just want to thank you. I know after you crushing the end of the month, it's uh, busy times for you, catching up on everything, probably decompressing a little bit. Uh, thank you so much. I'm excited to hang out with you here soon at the Mastermind, which is uh, pretty close to you, right? How far of a drive? Yeah, it's like 30 minutes down the road. <laughs> so really, really close. So that'll be fun. We'll be hanging out there and uh, we'll be coming up with even some new ideas and concepts for all of you. And I will be seeing you soon, Brittany. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star rating review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business. 